Hey my village, welcome back to Tea with Coach Mo. I'm your host, Coach Mo. In this episode, we'll explore strategies for recognizing and managing triggers in a healthy and healing way. Developing these skills is vital for creating a safe and nurturing environment for both ourselves and our children. The first step in managing triggers is to cultivate self-awareness. Take the time to reflect on your past experiences and identify the situations, events, or reminders that activate intense emotional responses. By understanding your triggers, you can begin to recognize patterns and make connections between your present reactions and past trauma. One of my favorite things to do is journaling. Journaling can be a powerful tool for self-reflection and trigger recognition. Write down your thoughts, emotions, and experiences as they arise. Pay attention to any recurring themes themes, and triggers that emerge. This practice can help you gain clarity and insight into your triggers, paving the way for healing and growth. Um, journaling is really good and actually because I'm an author and I love writing journaling about my triggers and stuff actually helped me finish the book um, recently like a month or two ago uh, just finished the book about the things I wish I knew before becoming a parent because we talk about those triggers (laughs) and it was part of my healing journey and a lot of times we don't know what's wrong Or why we react certain ways because we don't really think back what why does this set me off and that's what journaling helped me do like why am I so angry why am I so mad and when I start really processing instead of just being an autopilot and I was present in the moment I was able to heal but you can't heal what you won't acknowledge what you won't act like you're aware of what you won't um, feel Because a lot of times we're so numb, we just bury those emotions and try to forget about it. And then when something come up and triggers, we'll be like, damn, why did I react like that? And then you go back to thinking, where did this stem from? Because that's exactly what they do in therapy. Um, That's why a lot of people don't care for going to therapy and they rather do a coach because a coach don't really dig too much in the past. We take you from here going forward and don't dwell too much in the past. And versus therapists, um, they seek to understand where it comes from. So they do dig in the past and talk about those feelings and make you feel and things like that. So that's pretty much the difference. Once you have identified your triggers, it's essential to develop effective coping strategies. Um, Grounding techniques can help bring you back to the present moment and regulate your emotions i a lot of people ask like what do you mean by um because some people have asked me grounding techniques um things like meditation things that calm you down breathing exercises um exercising things like that that keep you grounded in here um meditating get me closer to my ancestors so that's one of my most favorite things to do that of yoga so while I'm meditating, I'm also doing yoga, um, dealing with music, things like that all at the same time. 
incense, candles, sage, burn sage, whatever I got to do to be here. Because there's a lot of times where I'm, I was here, but I wasn't here. If you understand that, those who understand, understand. <laughs> Deep breathing exercises, mindfulness practice, or engaging your senses through activities that like holding onto ice cubes. Some people do that or focusing on an object um, can help ground you during triggering moments. Me, when I feel like I'm getting ready to be triggered, I have to breathe. Sometimes I tone out, I'll listen to music and just get lost in the music. Because um, when I do that with the music thing, things like songs that I've heard a million times hit different. They hit different when I'm meditating. They hit different when I'm grounded because I'm really hearing everything. I'm listening to the words. I'm feeling, them, um, feeling it. I'm um, able to interpret it differently because you'd be like dang did they, they really just say that like you know how you can sing a song know every lyric but you don't really hear the song and then you get that revelation like wow um I think like that all the time about songs from back in the day like wow that was very inappropriate and we shouldn't have been seeing singing that or knowing it and you listen to it now you'd be like what the heck <laughs> Or you could just hear the same song over and over and then you see a different, just like you would do with a movie. You could watch the same movie over and over and every time you see it, you find something different that you didn't notice before. You get a revelation. It's like that. Building a support network is also crucial. So surround yourself with understanding and compassionate individuals who can provide validation, empathy, and guidance. Reach out to trusted friends, family members, or join support groups specifically tailored to individuals healing from childhood trauma. I can tell you right now, Facebook has a lot of groups. You can find a lot of stuff um, and resources on Pinterest as well. They're a big, 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 big uh, platform for resources. But as far as like support groups, um, like I have a Facebook group, but I don't really use it anymore. I used to be involved in it a lot, but I just don't have the time for it anymore. But um, I am a moderator and a mentor in a couple of like parenting groups, things like that. So you can just Google search like or search in Facebook um, childhood trauma groups or things like that. Childhood trauma survivors, um, trauma groups that deal with trauma. Just keywords like that will bring up a lot of different groups and just do your research on the groups, things like that, because some groups are really, really toxic and crazy. Uh, I've left left a couple of them, <laughs> but a lot of them, because of my expertise, they made me a moderator, or they've assigned me, they made me a mentor in the parenting topic, or if it's a business group, they made me a mentor in a business group, and they'll assign me mentees, uh, people that I will mentor and follow through with and check on every now and then, things like that, but it's really amazing resources, um, and they're free. So just check it out. Um, sharing your experiences and receiving support can be instrumental in managing triggers. Seeking therapy is another valuable resource for managing triggers. A therapist trained in trauma-informed approaches can guide you through the healing process, provide coping techniques, and assist in developing resilience. Therapy offers a safe space for exploration, validation, and growth, and can greatly enhance your healing journey. Practicing self-care is integral, 
is an integral part of managing triggers. Make time for activities that nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Engage in activities that bring you joy, whether it's reading a book, which is one of my favorite, going for a walk in nature, another favorite, practicing yoga, another favorite, or pursuing a creative hobby. Um, Take care of yourself, replenishes your emotional um, reserves, making it easier to navigate triggers, triggering situations. Um, I live right in front of a lake so I like to go walk at the lake I don't like doing it right now because it's mosquito season I'll be getting bit up but um I made it a daily practice every morning the first 15 minutes of my day I would do yoga and what helped me with that making that a routine a lot of us have our little Amazon Alexa I would set um a schedule I created like a um I call it a a pick-me-up playlist on Apple Music, which is like meditation sounds, all my favorite songs um, with spiritual songs, gospel music, and it's set on my Alexa app to play automatically at like 5 a.m. every day because I'm an early riser. I rise between 3 and 5 a.m., so that'll be what get me off bed. The music will play automatically. I will set up my yoga mat next to the bed. Every day um, at night, I'll do that, and I'll have, like, hand weights next to it and my yoga ball, and um, I'll put a candle right there and the, the clicker so that I can light the candle. So it makes it easy for me. The music automatically starts. It plays for 30 minutes. Um, I can roll out of bed, do my yoga, stretch, and it was a daily routine for me. Um, but that's how I set it up to make it a little easier to remember where I don't have to be like, oh, set an alarm and stuff. No, my music start. I know I'm an easy waker. So once my music start, I know it's time to get up. But I never wake up with an alarm. It's been many years that I actually had to use an alarm to wake up. I wake up laterally early for no reason. But um, practicing self-care is very, very, very important. That's probably number one on the list. Um, as you develop strategies, For managing triggers, remember to be patient and compassionate with yourself. Healing is a process that takes time and setbacks are natural part of the journey. So approach yourself with kindness and understanding and celebrate even the smallest victories along the way. Remember, you have the power to break free from the cycle of triggers and create a nurturing environment for yourself and your children. By recognizing and managing triggers in a healthy and healing way, you pave the way for resilience, growth, and positive change. Thank you for joining me today. Um, In our next episode, we'll explore the importance of self-care in the healing process and provide practical strategies for integrating self-care into your parenting routine. Stay tuned as we continue our journey towards healing childhood trauma and becoming effective and nurturing caregivers. Take care of yourself and embrace the power of self-awareness. Before I let you go, I did want to um, let you guys know I always leave all my contact information in the description. You can always book a free 30-minute breakthrough call to see if I'm a good fit for you. You're a good fit for me. Make sure you do your research. Follow all my social media platforms, which are also linked in the bio. Watch the videos. Listen to episodes. Go on YouTube. I have almost 200 videos. 
I have a ton of videos on social media, a lot of free, 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 free content. Um, over 120, I think it's 129 or 28 episodes here on the podcast. Um, so that when you do meet with me and book a call, you're ready to make a decision to work with me or not work with me. Um, but I do have space for only two new clients right now for the next quarter. Um, with helping you heal your childhood wounds, I do have a, um, program where I do help you through this journey, but these episodes should be helping as part of that journey as well. Um, up until the time you want to actually work with me and do one-on-one work, um, with healing and me being the person that helps support you until next time, coach Mo out.